0: he gave me some of the best advice. And he said, you know, don't, he was like, don't come down here. And I was like, (laughs) don't come down to Nashville. And he said, just, just bloom where you're planted Mm.
1: and just bloom where God plants you. hey i'm chelsea amber a christian recording artist and the founder of christian guitar girls an encouraging community for female guitar players and bass players who love jesus and we are a group of women who are serving our communities through music and improving our guitar skills all for the glory of god you can find our facebook group called christian guitar girls community to connect with other women in music and ministry and I love to help my fellow musicians fulfill their calling that God has placed on, on their heart. So if that includes songwriting for you, then I want to send you a free PDF ebook with my favorite songwriting tips and a guide on how to organize your own songwriting challenge. So you can go to chelseaamber.com songwriting to pick up a copy for yourself. And with that, let's get into today's episode. So we have today Heidi Riddell. Heidi is a singer-songwriter, a wife, and mom from Virginia. She creates music with a laid-back acoustic vibe with influences from John Mayer, James Taylor, and Kobe Calais. We got connected through the Christian Guitar Girls Facebook group, so I'm really excited to be able to get to know another group member today. So Heidi, welcome to the podcast.
0: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: No, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. I always love getting to know people in our in our Facebook community. It's super fun. So I always like to pretend that we're just sitting across from each other at a coffee shop. And so, what are you drinking?
0: Um, I oddly enough, I actually have coffee in here. So I nice. <laughs> I I love, I love coffee, and it's uh, fun. Kind of when the weather gets cold outside, and just make I feel like it makes it more fun to cozy up under a blanket with that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's funny because I used to not be a coffee person at all. It was 100% tea all the time, and then I became a mom, and suddenly I was like, I want coffee. <laughs> so my tastes magically changed. <laughs> I don't know.
0: I mean, that that kind of happened to me too when I had kids, and you know, and sometimes I feel like you do need a, a little bit of a kick in the pants first thing in the morning when they're waking you up early.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I still love tea, so now I'm, I drink both. But yeah, it's just funny how things. Kinda- <laughs> Change. Yeah. But today, um, I'm having what my family and I we like to call it green drink. It doesn't look very appetizing, Ooh. but it's basically just grief, leafy greens and celery yeah. in, in a blender with some water. It's, um, the taste, eh, you know, you get used to it. Yeah. But <laughs> but it's healthy, so hey.
0: It, it too, you <laughs> can like knock it back.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. So it's a Christian Guitar Girls podcast. Let's start with your relationship with Jesus. I'd love to know how and when did that begin.
0: So my parents were always on the worship team at our church. My mom's a worship leader, uh, sings and plays piano. My dad plays guitar. So I grew up in church and um, I accepted Jesus um, at age six. Uh, My church did this thing called, um, have you ever heard of Heaven's Gates, Hell's Flames? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I've
1: heard those expressions, but I don't think I've heard of like an official something that was called that.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, it's basically a play. It talks about salvation. And, um, so I accepted it into my heart, but I feel like honestly, it really didn't click until I had my son, hmm. you know, because it was just, it was so intimidating knowing that I was responsible for this little person and not just responsible for them, but that I was, my husband and I are the examples uh, mm. We're supposed to be a Christ-like example to Him. And so I feel like that was really humbling. And that was the moment when I feel like the Lord really started to draw me into a personal relationship with Him. And I knew I knew mm. that I was saved before, but I feel like I just I went through a lot of routine and motions. And um, it it really started to come to life for me. And then when I have my daughter that's when I feel like it deepened even more because mm. going from one kid to two is really hard. And so, yeah, that's, I think that's when it happened.
1: Mm. Yeah. I love that, that you felt the weight of responsibility. And then you, the, there was, I, it sounds like you became more and more dependent on God and the Holy Spirit to help <laughs> lead you in that, in that new yeah. season. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Which is really, really important. You know. Mm. Um, so in that, so you gave your life to the Lord at six years old. And when did you start playing guitar?
0: I, uh, so my, my dad plays guitar. He's really incredible. And, uh, they bought me my first guitar. I think I was 11 or 12 hmm. and I would, I would play off and on and off and on through high school and I would write on it. And then in college I took some lessons, um, started to play play different places you know like coffee shops and stuff like Mm. that and then I started to gig out at restaurants and that was the moment where it just I really my dad really started to push me in that area like hey you should think about doing this or you know I have this friend who does guitar lessons online so Mm. that's when I and it's still very much a work in progress but uh yeah it's it's we all are (laughs) I feel like something that I've I've just been kind of scratching the surface and just gradually trying to get better.
1: So then, um, I'd love to hear your your journey as a singer songwriter and um, how it began because you you gave your life to the Lord at six years old and it started playing guitar eleven twelve. And so, how did those two things come together? And like, was there a lesson that God taught you along the way?
0: You know, uh, my mom was always listening to like Michael W. Smith in the house and Point of Grace. Mm-hmm. I just remember uh she says as I think at two years old, we were in the car and she said I started harmonizing in the back seat to one of mm-hmm. the songs. And she said it was the coolest and just most bizarre thing. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I used to go through my parents' house when that music was playing and just humming along. And I I remember walking through my grandparents' garden and just making up my own songs to the Lord. Mm-hmm and, um, just singing about everything. And so that's kind of how it started. You know, I was on the worship team at our church growing up. I did, uh, musicals at high school and in choir. And, uh, but then I went to Liberty university and mm-hmm. they had a worship program there have, um, and that's really where I feel like I started to grow. Um, and you know, my, my voice teacher, she's, she's just a gem. And mm. she, she asked me, you know, what, what do you want to get better at? And what do you want to develop? And I was like, you know, I just feel like I don't have a chest voice. And she's mm. like, well, we can take care of that. So she, she really just dug deep and worked with me on developing those things. And then I started playing in coffee shops in my hometown. Um, there's a little, Cafe close to here and uh, started just playing my original songs. And then in 2014, I had some songs that I had written. And then somehow my dad got connected with Morgan Cryer. Have you ever heard of him?
1: Uh, the name sounds familiar, but I need a, a reminder of why that sounds familiar.
0: He's a Christian artist, a popular Christian artist in basically the 80s and 90s. Hmm. And he sang uh, Pray in the USA. Hmm. And Um, so he connected me with him and he helped me co-write on my songs and we raised the money, went down there to Nashville and recorded them. And that was the moment where I was like, I love this. This is so fun. And he gave me some of the best advice and he said, you know, don't, he was like, don't come down here. And I was like, (laughs) don't come down to Nashville. And he said, just, just bloom where you're planted Mm.
1: and
0: just bloom where God plants you. And so that's really what, uh, put the desire in my heart. And, you know, then I had babies and I feel like that was kind of a confusing time. I went through postpartum depression with both my kids. Mm. And so that was, that was a difficult thing to walk through, Uh, but I just, I felt, I felt God stirring something in my heart after my daughter was born with music and just feeling like there was more and so I've been playing out in restaurants and stuff, which is, you know, it's been fun and it, and it helps, it helps support our family. But I've also just been writing a lot and just, you know, asking the Lord, what, what do you want me to do? And just trying to find my way through that.
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah. It sounds like God has really guided you through that. I love the, the, the advice of bloom where you're planted. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's when you have this desire that God is, it, it, it could be a, a God given desire, but sometimes you can look at other people who are doing similar things and be like, well, why, you know, why are they down in Nashville and I'm not, or why are they doing this and I'm not. And, exactly. um, there's, there's something about being faithful with the resources and talents and opportunities and, and geographical locations that God has, yes. has given us.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it sounds like God has really drawn you closer to him through the highs and lows of of doing music and motherhood and everything. Um, Do you have an encouraging word that you could offer someone who really wants a a closer relationship with God?
0: Um, Honestly, I think the thing that has encouraged me most lately is to lean on the truth of scripture um, Mm -hmm. when it comes to drawing close to God, because I feel like the enemy he likes to lie to us and tell us, oh, you know, what if you don't hear him or you're not going to hear him, you know, Mm -hmm. and put those thoughts in our head. And then I feel like just the distractions of life get in the way. And so the things that I've reminded myself that scripture says is draw near to God and he'll draw near to you.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: If you ask for wisdom, he'll give it to you. Um, There's another one what is it? I forget which one it is, but it talks about how, um, my sheep know me and they hear my voice. And so those are, those are the ones that I've been reminding myself of because I've, I feel like I've been going through a very dry season of, I feel like I can't hear you. And I feel like I'm just digging deep. And that's what I feel him pointing me back to is just keep speaking that truth. If scripture says it, then it's, it's true, you know? And mm-hmm. if you if you're seeking a deeper relationship with him, he's not, he's not going to let you search for that and not answer that call, you know, Mm -hmm. because he wants us to know him and he wants us to grow closer to him.
1: Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I love that. Yeah. So, you had mentioned that you started doing some more and more songwriting and like God put something on your heart after your daughter was born. So what led you, cause I know that you are pursuing opportunities as a professional songwriter now. So what, what led you to start uh, pursuing those opportunities?
0: Uh, well, um, I've always wanted to do that for a living, but I honestly, <laughs> I feel like along the way, you know, sometimes people give you advice and sometimes it's not the advice that God wants us to hear, you know? Mm. And so I heard a lot of, that's nice, but do you have a backup plan? And Mm. I remember, remember somebody saying that to me and I just really took it to heart and I just, I let it stop me for a while. Mm. I feel like that's when God started to stir that up in my heart again, when my daughter was born. And also Uh, putting people in my life to help shepherd me and push me and say, Hey, you know, you don't want to stay just where you are. Mm. You want to keep getting better. And uh, I feel like God really used it to humble me. Mm. And, you know, I I thought that I was humble, but when, when he actually does, it's like, Oh, okay. (laughs) Mm. Um, So I found this place called Songtown, or my my husband found it, mm. and basically it's this huge community of songwriters. And the the founders have written uh, tons of hit songs. And basically, you just you learn how to be a better writer. And so, mm. I've been co writing with lots of people. Mm. I've been writing my own music. Um, just honestly, been trying to seek the Lord in that. You know how how can I be a light in this? Mm-hmm. And you know i'm 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 trying to keep doing what i'm doing but just looking for those paths that the lord's pointing me down and also you know asking god to shut the doors he doesn't want me you know to go through so
1: yeah,
0: yeah i honestly i would i would love to write professionally and sing professionally but it's something that i just keep asking god to help my desires be His desires.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah, you know,
0: I I think it's good to have dreams, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: I also think that we can get really attached to those dreams mm. and not surrender them. And so that's been something that's I feel like God keeps getting a hold of with me is mm-hmm. I and God just just align my will with yours. You know, yeah. help help me to want the things that you want for this specifically because you know I kind of go along in my writing and I'm like, Oh, well, this would be really fun. This would be exciting. It's like, okay, wait, mm-hmm. <laughs> just pump the brakes a little bit. What do you want God?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's been, that's been a continual process lately.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I love how, um, God is leading you to be unstuck from, from places, but then also, um, we're keeping, you know, reminding you that, you know, he is your source. He is your, your guide and he is, your source of identity. I think um one thing that I, I thought of while you we were talking is how I think if if we're too attached to a dream that that could be a God given dream, but if we get too attached to it sometimes it's cause we're starting to I wrap up our identity in that instead of in who he has made us to be as a child as his child. So um, that's something that I need to be reminded of as someone who can, you know, be a, like a bit of a perfectionist sometimes, it's just like, oh, like getting my identity wrapped up in whatever I'm doing or whatever. And being like, you know, this, I need to just, yeah, <laughs> loosen my grip a little bit and allow God to, to work. Yeah. What piece, what is one piece of advice that you could give anyone who also wants to start getting like more into songwriting?
0: I think, honestly, that would be, don't don't be too proud to have people correct, you know, to help, help you in your songwriting. Mm. Um, Because when I first started learning how to actually write professionally, it, it's hard at first because you're, you know, you have your songs ripped apart Mm -hmm. and you know, that's, that's humbling. And so to be able to dig your heels into the ground and believe what God has, has um, put you know, has planned for you, you know, because there's times where I'm like, oh, I don't know. This is mm-hmm. this is discouraging to believe that, but also to let people help you and to
1: mm-hmm.
0: not be not think of your songs as your as your children,
1: you know. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> your first your first draft might be might not be your last draft and to
1: mm-hmm.
0: keep letting God grow you and refine you. That's it's been I feel like there's been highs in that and there's been lows, you know, where I'm Mm. I'll get some good feedback and then, you know, I'll hear some other feedback and I'll be like, oh, man, I just really could be encouraged right now. And to let God be that encourager, you know, and um, another thing, too, is to learn how to uh, take criticism, Um, because Mm -hmm. when I first started to receive criticism on my songwriting, I'm like, I don't know what to listen to. And, um, that's something that, uh, the leaders on Songtown really helped me with to, Mm -hmm. you know, look for, is there like an overall theme of what you're hearing? Are you hearing the same thing over and over again? Like your melodies aren't dynamic enough, then, you know, that's something that you need to work on, or Mm -hmm. if it's something you're not hearing a lot, maybe you can take it with a grain of salt. So I, yeah, that's the only thing right now that I could think of.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's so important. And I, I just yeah, I feel like I can't stress that enough with songwriters because I know <laughs> it, it yeah, it does. It feels like Do you called my baby ugly. <laughs> it's like, well, no. <laughs> um, but I think um, yeah, sometimes it when we're writing a Christian song, even it's like, Well, God gave me this song and and maybe he did give you the idea, but did he give you that typo in the third line? You know, like you know, there's a, a an element yeah. of human imperfection in there too. And um yeah. And so I just um, I think there's there's growth that we can learn, you know, in terms of like, hum, yeah, humility and depending on God, you know, and getting I drawing ideas from Him, but then also working like we are designed to to work, right? Like if we if right. we sit and do nothing physically all day, our bodies like deteriorate. So he, like he it's good for us to put in the work to to improve something. Um, and I I remember. Somebody emailed me one time, they had some lyrics to a song that they wrote, and they were, I forget why they sent it to me, but they, I think they were looking for feedback or something, and so I don't think I gave specific feedback, I just said, hey, um, this is, like, the song had a really cool idea, I don't remember what it was anymore, but, <laughs> um, and so I said, yeah, it's, it's a great idea, it just needs some work, and if, because it, it's fine if it's a song for you, but if it's a song that you want other people to connect to as well. Um, right. Then it will need a little bit of tweaking, and so he wrote me back and was like, "Well, I guess it's just not God's will that people hear it." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "I don't, I don't, well, I don't think it's against God's will to work on a song and edit it, you know." Um, oh. So it was just unfortunate. It was like he was blaming God for a song not reaching a wider audience when, yeah, maybe, maybe God had that in mind and he just needed some right. edits.
0: <laughs> it's funny that you said that because uh, my dad. Uh, worked with a guy who owned a studio for a while and he was uh, producing this one lady's uh, CD and uh, you know, he suggested an edit on her song and she said, well, that's the way God gave it to me. And he said, it might've been a little harsh, but he was like, don't blame God for that. (laughs) that." And it, you know, it it might've, it might've been a little bit harsh in the moment, but it is a good reminder that um, we're constantly being renewed and that, um, also if God can bring in another person to make that song better, mm-hmm. then the song could reach more people too. Yeah. And so to not be so proud that you don't want to bring in a co-writer. Cause that, mm-hmm. that used to be me. I used to think, Oh, I can't even write this song on my own. I have to, I have to have people helping me all the time. And i you know, that's something that I feel like God really checked, checked my heart on. Cause it's, you know, we need people and they need mm-hmm. us. Yeah. If God can use us to make the song better, then you know, that's just what we need to do.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's it. Yeah. I feel like if I got that, I'd be like, oh, but at the same time it's true, you know? <laughs> yeah. Don't blame <laughs> then, God for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So speaking of songwriting, you just released a brand new single called Grown for Your Good. So what inspired you to write and record this song?
0: Uh, so I was a part of a Christian group on Songtown and one of my friends on there, Nicole, uh, we connected and we had been sending stuff back and forth and I sent her, um, basically half of the song, like the idea, and we kind of bounced it back and forth for a while. So she wrote it with mm-hmm. me. Her name's Nicole Thomas. Um, she's, she's so kind and mm-hmm. an amazing songwriter. Uh, but the, the idea actually initially came to me when I was making my coffee in the morning hmm. and I turned the bag around and it said grown for good. Hmm. And it just, it just kind of hit me cause I'm like, Oh, I feel like that could be a good song title. Hmm. And it just, I feel like it just kind of gave the whole idea and the hook. And so yeah, that's, that's where it appeared. And it was just, it was just kind of odd and funny, but I love when that happens.
1: <laughs> yeah. Inspiration is everywhere. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, Yeah, so if people wanted to listen to your music or if they wanted to connect with you for a co-writing session, like how do they find you and your music online?
0: So I have um, my Facebook page is Heidi Riddell Music, um, but I I would mainly I mainly post on there. Um, They can listen to Grown for Your Good. I also have other EPs that are out on Spotify, basically anywhere you can stream. Nice. So that's where.
1: Excellent. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing your time and your your musical and faith journeys with us and the lessons that God has taught you along the way. And uh, to all our listeners, if you enjoyed this chat, make sure to hit the follow or subscribe button on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to visit chelseaember.com slash songwriting to pick up your free PDF with lots of my favorite songwriting tips and a guide on how to create your own songwriting challenge. I'll leave a link for that in the description as well as links to connect with Heidi and hear her music. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll catch you in the next episode. And until then, happy strumming.